Welcome to the One for the Money podcast. I'm your host, Johnny West. I'm a certified financial planner, and here I will teach you the tips, tricks, and strategies I use to help others retire early. This is the easy button when it comes to early retirement. Everything you want or need to know is right here. I'm so glad you join us on the show. Welcome to episode 30 of the One for the Money podcast. So glad and grateful you have taken the time to listen. In today's episode, I'll share about the B word, as in budgeting. In the tips, tricks, and strategies portion, I will share a powerful tip on why you want to avoid credit card debt. Thank you for listening. Now on with the show. A while back, I read to my boys from the classic book, Treasure Island by Robert Louis Stevenson. It's available for free on iBooks. It's a fantastic book, and if you're not familiar with it, it tells the story of a few men and their mutinous crew sailing from England all the way to Treasure Island on a ship called the Hispaniola. I was thinking how this large ship could make such an impressive journey without the aid of a very small rudder to steer it. Naturally, as a certified financial planner, I see a parallel for the rudder. The parallel I see for the rudder is a budget, the dreaded B word. But a budget is no less important than a rudder, as without either, you'd never make it to where you want to go. Keeping to classic literature, Charles Dickens, in his book David Copperfield, explained budgets best. Annual income, 20 pounds, Annual expenditure, 19, 19, and 6. Result, happiness. Annual income, 20 pounds. Annual expenditure, 20 pounds, ought, and 6. Result, misery. Truer words have not been spoken. So let's talk about the B word. For quite a few people, budgets seem like a financial straitjacket sucking the joy out of life, or it may seem like a diet for their money. For others, it feels more like a middle seat on a long flight, something unpleasant but necessary to get you to where you want to go. And even others, the rare type, love everything about budgeting. Regardless of which camp you may find yourself in, budgets are necessary, unless of course you're Congress. However, I think it's important that we see budgeting in a better light. I read an article that gave a new and improved term for budgets a spending plan, which is not bad, actually. I think it's also important to understand that spending plans aren't designed to deny yourself lattes or your subscription to Amazon Prime, but rather a way to understand how to plan a lifestyle that will satisfy you both now and in the future. I often share with clients that I am an advocate for two people when we work together. Now, most think the two people are myself and them, But that's not true at all. The two people I am an advocate for is their present self and their future self. I want both of these people who are only separated by time to have wonderful and fulfilling lives and a spending plan can make that possible. Spending plans are also important to make sure you are making the most of your financial opportunities, maxing out retirement contributions, getting the highest rate on savings accounts, or reducing your insurance premiums. It's also to ensure you're not wasting money as well on old gym memberships or music streaming services you're no longer using or forgot about. 
I was reviewing the budget for an elderly couple once and asked them why they had nearly $300 of monthly charges for their TV, internet, and phone services, as it seemed really high. Well, a quick review of the bill, for which they had been paying for for years, showed that they were paying for premium movie channels that they didn't know they even had, and for two DVR machines that they knew nothing about. We called the company, canceled these services they were not using, and saved them nearly $1,000 that year. One study found that the average American pays $237 a month for subscription services, and that 84% of consumers completely underestimate how much they actually spend on these services each month. And that was certainly the case for that elderly couple that I helped with their cable television bill. So how should one budget? Some like to create a budget on paper, others in Microsoft sell, and others still use one of the host of free apps and websites available out there. My personal favorite for a long time was mint.com. Whichever one you use consistently is the one to use. The important part is that you are aware of your spending because it can get too easily out of hand if you don't monitor it. One of the best budgeting tips I can offer is to pay your future self first by investing money before you pay for expenses. The approach seems simple enough, but the psychology is incredibly powerful. By investing first, you are training your mind to prioritize growing wealth over spending money now. This cannot be underestimated. For those familiar with the sand, pebbles, rock analogy where the rocks are the important things, the pebbles are the necessary things, and the sand are the fun things we can put our money towards, you can get a lot more into your jar called life by first putting in the important spending rocks, then filling in the gaps with the necessary spending pebbles, and finally filling in the nooks and crannies with the fun spending sand. A great way to help with this is to automate your savings. The idea is that you set up automatic withdrawals from your income to save 10 to 15% into your retirement accounts, along with smaller percentages saved in a rainy day fund or for future expenses, cars and vacations. This is the important spending or the rocks referred to earlier. You can also automate necessary spending, for example, mortgage, groceries, utilities. These are the pebbles referred to earlier. Whatever is left over, you can spend however you want on things like lattes or restaurants, HBO, and other subscriptions. And this is the sand spending we discussed earlier. Is your budget working? How can you know if it is? Well, here's a way to tell. If you have revolving credit card debt that's non-medically related, and you don't have an emergency fund, which is at least three months worth of expenses and savings, and are not saving between 10 to 15% of your income into a retirement plan or like vehicle, you have to review your budget. Those with credit card debt that rolls over each month, it's especially imperative that they address their spending priorities. Those that carry credit card debt have an income that is unable to support their lifestyle. They are sadly living in a fantasy. But there are plenty of credit card companies and auto dealerships who are more than happy to charge Americans thousands and thousands in interest each year to make them believe in the fantasy of their unsustainable lifestyle. We too often think, and I've been guilty of this myself in the past, that in the coming months, when I get a bonus or when I start making more, I'll pay off my debts and start to save. 
but that's living too close to the financial edge and your financial ship is sailing with a compromised rudder and can put you into some dangerous waters. Just like a ship off course, you must make the corrections to get yourself back on path. But with an honest assessment of your spending and regular reviews of your spending plan, you can ensure that the B word in the future will be bountiful instead. Now, if this hasn't motivated those with credit card debt to eliminate it, in my tips, tricks, and strategy section, I'll share information that should scare you into eliminating any interest in the future. Thanks for listening. Now on to that section now. Welcome to today's tips, tricks, and strategies portion of the podcast, where I'll share a tip on why you want to pay off those credit cards and why credit card companies love you just paying the minimum payment. Here's the situation. A person has $10,000 in credit card debt, and that debt is being charged at 17% interest rate. And this person just makes the minimum payment each month. How bad could it be for them? We just might be shocked to learn. And everyone that hears this example seems to have that same reaction. Now, the minimum payment is $142, and it's made each month. And after one month, that $142 is paid, which brings the balance owed to $9,958. But now the credit card company applies the interest of 17% to that remaining balance. And your new balance, after paying $142, is now $9,999. That's right. After a $142 payment, your balance goes down by just a single dollar. After one year of payments, you've paid over $1,700, but because of the interest applied each month on your balance, it's now $9,995. So just down $5. After five years, you've paid over $8,500, but your balance is still over $9,900. After 10 years, and over $17,000 paid. Your balance is still over $9,000. And finally, after 36 years of making that same minimum payment, you would have paid $61,000 and your balance would finally be zero. There is a reason why Congress requires credit card companies to clearly explain in their paperwork what happens if you only make the minimum payment. As they say, those that understand interest earn it and those that don't pay it. And I would add, and those that make massive amounts of money charge it. A powerful example on why you want to avoid credit card debt and the budget. Well, I hope you found this helpful to your planning because a better life is a result of better planning. Have a great one. Thank you for listening. And until next time, remember that no one builds wealth by accident. If you want to learn more about how to build wealth to retire early, head on over to my website at betterplanningbetterlife.com. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. There is no assurance that the techniques and strategies discussed are suitable for all investors or will yield positive outcomes. 
The purchase of certain securities may be required to affect some of the strategies. Investing involves risks, including possible loss of principal. Economic forecasts set forth may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Individual tax and legal matters should be discussed with your tax or legal professional. Johnny West is a registered representative with and securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC.